0: Hello my lovely ones and welcome to Mumming with Magli, the podcast for any mum who has absolutely no idea what the fuck she's doing. I'm Magli, your host, and I can confirm I have no idea what I'm doing. Join me every week as I try and tackle this parenting business, the ups and downs, and the many trials and tribulations. Other moms will also join us and share their story. Let's open up the conversation around the hardships of motherhood and all the pressure that comes with it. Hopefully, it'll make us all feel less alone in feeling lost and completely winging it. I know I am. Enjoy, and don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. guys and welcome to episode one of the podcast. Oh my goodness, this feels like this has been such a long time coming. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Right, today is the day. I'm a little bit embarrassed to admit how many versions of this I've already recorded, so I won't. But I'm absolutely determined that this is going to be the one. I was meant to go to a yoga class this morning, it's my new Wednesday ritual when Isla is at childminding. I get to have a whole day to myself and I love this ritual of going to a morning yoga class, it brings me so much more than I could ever put into words. Anyway, this morning's class was cancelled so here we are, it was meant to be, I was meant to be here with you guys, I am ready. Are you ready? (laughs) Is the real question that I should be asking. I don't know about you, but since having Isla, Isla is my baby girl, just in case you didn't know, um, the fear just clouds over me so much more with every little thing that I do. I doubt myself so much more about every little thing, and that's really tough, especially when it comes to something you're passionate about, like this podcast for me. I'm so passionate about creating a space to talk about the raw and honest journey of motherhood because I feel like there's this pressure that it should be the best in the world and I'm sorry, it's just not, or at least it's not been for me and it's fucking tough and for some reason that feels like a taboo to admit that, even though it really shouldn't be And. I'm not going to lie, at the moment I am having a fucking time of it and not in a good way. I mean, obviously there's amazing moments and oh, why even feel like I need to make that disclaimer? I don't know, as if I'm worried people are going to start to think that I'm absolutely hating life because I'm finding it hard. But the truth is, it is fucking hard and there's so much pressure and sometimes I just don't feel like I handle it in the best way possible. So just want to open up the conversation about the struggles of motherhood when these little humans are placed in front of us and there's this pressure of feeling like we need to know everything which I mean I can tell you (laughs) I definitely don't and more often than not I feel like I'm fucking clueless. I'm going to confess something to you actually, the last few days have been particularly difficult. I just feel like Isla is so aggy and I don't know why and yesterday honestly I'd had enough. She'd woken up in the morning so grumpy and that's actually something that I really struggle with, starting my day when Isla is grumpy, and what I mean by that is, okay, fine, she wakes up crying and screaming, she wants us to come get her, that's absolutely fine. I don't, actually, the lack of sleep, or the shorter sleep, Isla's always been a relatively good sleeper, but sometimes, inevitably, she wakes up in the night, or she wakes up, you know, earlier than she normally does, and that, in general, doesn't bother me. What I really, really struggle with It's feeling like I want to try and start my day off in a good way, but I'm met with just crying and screaming. How? I don't know how i meant to try and stay positive for the day ahead when the first thing I see and hear is crying and screaming. And that's something, yeah, that I'm finding particularly difficult at the moment. I just feel like, just feel like she's grumpy. all the time anyway yesterday I'd had enough so I text my childminder to see if I could drop her off early because honestly I just couldn't luckily for me she said that that was fine so I dropped her off and then off I went on my merry way home to enjoy my day but I felt so bad being like right I've had enough of my child you take her now (laughs) felt like I was just longing her off um yeah anyway I say to enjoy my day but it's funny because I'm gonna backtrack a little bit actually. I struggled with postpartum depression for a few months which I'm sure I'll talk about in another episode in more detail because I do definitely think that it's something that needs to have a bit more awareness but my postpartum depression was the catalyst for finding a childminder. I needed some time, I wasn't coping and I just, I needed a bit of space between me and Isla. I was not in a position to take care of her anymore. So we got a childminder but it's funny, I needed this time and now I have this time. And it's almost like now that I have this time, I don't know what to do with myself in this time. I found myself sometimes just staring blankly into space and there's probably a million things I could and should be doing, but I just sit there and I stare. And then the guilt that I didn't use my time wisely, anyway, that's a whole other kettle of fish. Um, here we are, We <laughs> we do what we can. Um, yeah, drop profit, child minding. Where was I talking about the podcast? This is me all over just <laughs> going off in tangents. Oh, yeah, podcast. <laughs> I'm back, guys. I'm back. So yeah, honest mama stories is really what you can expect here. I'll share my journey and some challenges that I've been faced with and you'll also get to hear from other amazing mums and perhaps together we might feel like we're less alone in feeling alone, if that makes sense. Because every time I speak to another mum I'm always met with the same sentiment. Yet, correct me if I'm wrong we do often feel like we're the only ones struggling whilst everyone is just out there, you know, living their best life and smashing the day and going on amazing adventures with their babies. And, oh no, talk to me about the anxiety of being out in the big bad world with your baby. How long it took you to get ready and the internal meltdown of being out in that big bad world when your baby isn't settling and crying and screaming. That's what I want to hear about or the chaos of putting your baby down for a nap, honestly, some days, (laughs) oh my goodness, some days I encourage the nap so much, I can't even tell you, and I feel so, so bad, but sometimes I'm genuinely counting down the minutes until she may potentially show a little sign of tiredness because I just can't play peekaboo for another second. I'm sorry, it was fun for a while, but no, I'm done, I'm done, go to sleep. As soon as I see a yawn or I see her rubbing her eyes or something, I'm like a woman on a mission. Dummy! comforter, Let's go! Don't let me down, girl! Sleep, sleep, sleep! (laughs) Don't get me wrong, I can confirm that more often than not, it is not a smooth process, but it's a work in progress, right? Anyway, today I think I'm just going to set the scene for the podcast and share with you what's really been at present with me at the moment. And what that is, is that I'm feeling a little bit lost. I just don't know what to do with myself and I'm trying to figure out what my new identity is in this new chapter of my life as a mom, but also as my own being, which is hard enough to figure out, I think, in the general sense of, you know, figuring out who we are. But then you have a baby and there's so much added pressure and responsibility and Honestly, a lot of the time, I feel like I'm drowning, I just, I feel like I'm drowning, I don't know who I am anymore, I don't know what I'm doing, I don't know what my sense of purpose is, I just, I just don't know. And to feel like that whilst also feeling like you're alone in that, is really, really difficult. I just feel like I'm drowning and honestly, gosh, I didn't mean to get <laughs> quite so deep so quickly. <laughs> um. I just don't feel like I'm equipped to deal with everything that I'm having to deal with already. I've recently realized that I don't just need to be a parent, I need to parent. You know, when they're still super young newborns, yeah, it feels tough, I'm not trying to deny that, trust me, it was a shock to the system to have this being I needed to keep alive, let alone the cocktail of hormones I was feeling. (laughs) Although I'm also sure that's what kept me afloat, what I wouldn't do for some of those hormones right now. But now I need to actively parent, right? I need to discipline, I need to educate, I need to teach. And it's just it just feels like a huge responsibility that I'm not prepared for, that I don't feel equipped for. Like, gosh, is that okay to say? <laughs> is that okay to admit? I just... I do not feel ready for some of the things that I'm having to deal with, let alone everything I can only imagine is yet to come with being a parent. Like what the actual fuck? I'm in charge of disciplining a child. Sorry, what? No, 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 no. I don't know how to do that. I can, (laughs) I can barely get a handle on myself on a good day, and yeah, that's something I'm I'm really struggling with at the moment, and also. Can we bear in mind that we are meant to discipline calmly? Again, sorry, what? How? How, how, how? How do you meet your child with patience and compassion when she is screaming at you? Sometimes I just, oh, when you can't put her down for two minutes, don't get me wrong, I don't scream back at my kid all the time. <laughs> Although, you know, I'm human. Inevitably that's bound to happen. Sometimes I do just lose my shit and I'm sorry, but it just feels impossible sometimes to find the patience. I, I just don't feel like I've got it in me. Um, Like I was saying earlier, especially in the morning, it's just, it's so hard. I've just woken up and I'm just met with grumpiness. And Oh, my gosh! Shut up! And then I see on online you know highlight after highlight on social media Are you fuck off? Are you really telling me you're enjoying yourself? Get out! <laughs> oh my goodness anyway i think um I think also feeling not just feeling alone in the grand scheme of feeling alone but um at home and I feel a little bit of resistance towards sharing this because I don't at all you know, want to paint this picture. Oh gosh, again, I don't know why I'm self-conscious about painting a certain picture of myself as if I need to come across like I have all my shit together because <laughs> I don't. <laughs> But I think I I do have a little bit of resistance admitting that, you know, life can be difficult at home in terms of my relationship with George, because if you have a baby, I can only assume or hope, (laughs) I can only hope that I'm not the only one feeling like that. that does put a lot of pressure on your relationship as well. And when that happens, you can feel alone at home, I think, especially as the mom, because Oh, I'm sorry, correct me if I'm wrong, I do feel like there is this global mum pressure that dads just don't feel, or maybe not to the same extent as mums feel. George is an amazing dad and he is a wonderful and supportive partner, but I'm sorry, I just don't think he gets it, I just don't think dads get it. And it just feels like everything falls on me in terms of Isla. And- also, in terms of household stuff, and is that, I don't know, is that just me? I think that is there some sort of like maternal, house, home, domestic, goddess instinct that we're born with? And if that's the case, <laughs> I don't want it, <laughs> take it back, <laughs> like oh, I don't I don't want to be better at house stuff, you know? And oh, I find that really, really difficult to deal with sometimes. It just feels like everything falls on me and I should, to be fair, I should backtrack a little bit and set the scene that George goes to work and I'm the one that's at home. In case that wasn't obvious, I'm a yoga teacher, for those of you that don't know or don't follow me on Instagram, although at the moment on Instagram it's less yoga and much more and help for this mama that has no fucking clue, type five. But nonetheless, I'm a yoga teacher. And the reality of it is, is that he makes more money than I do, so it made more sense for me to stay at home and for him to go to work, and to be fair to him, he'd be happy to be a stay-at-home dad, although I thought I would be as well happy to be a stay-at-home mom, and turns out, I'm not built for it, which is fine. I've done a lot of work and grieving around the limiting belief that not wanting to be at home with my baby 24-7 made me a bad parent. I genuinely believe having accepted that that lifestyle isn't for me has actually made me a better parent because it's made me a better person but anyway I teach part-time and I also work at the local cafe actually one day a week for some extra cash and also for a little bit of human time and by human I mean adult time <laughs> I always say human about like adults as if our babies aren't humans I don't know if anyone else does that anyway Ella does go to childminding three days a week that I can try and progress in my work I guess and have some time for myself but still in those days gosh they go so quickly firstly I don't even know where the time goes. It's funny because when I'm with Isla I feel like the minutes go so slowly but the days go so quickly I don't know if that resonates with anyone else. To be fair when she's not here (laughs) I also feel like the day goes really quickly time is such a thief. Yeah, I feel like the day goes so quickly and after house stuff, you know, cleaning, washing, tidying, cooking, etc. I just feel like I don't have enough time to be a human, I think is really what I'm trying to get at. To be me, to find me. And I struggle with not putting that situational resentment onto George sometimes because he does get to go to work and exit the sort of parental household chaos, I guess. Um, I'm also, because I'm a yoga teacher, I'm self-employed and... I think I also, this is a very personal issue. I struggle with finding the discipline to work when I'm at home because I'm faced, or not necessarily faced, but all of the household stuff is in front of me. And I feel like I can't concentrate when the house is a mess. And it's not that my house is that messy, it's not, but come on, if you have a kid, there's always shit everywhere. Um. Anyway, so, so that is something that I do struggle with, that George gets to have this sort of time away from the house, away from just the chaos, you know, that is living with a child and having, you know, household chores on your to-do list. And for me, I feel like it's all I think about. I go to bed thinking about the endless things on my to-do list and whether I've got everything ready for Isla for childcare the next day, what lunch I can prepare for her. When I'm going to mop and hoover I ruminate for ages about how I handled Islas tantrums etc etc. She's getting super sassy at the moment, she's learnt to shake her head (laughs) which in a way is good, she's communicating with us and I'm trying to respect that. But also, just fucking do what I say, (laughs) oh my gosh, I feel like the world's worst parent having just said that, oh, but it's so true, tell me I'm not the only one sometimes that just looks at their kid and is like, shut the fuck up, (laughs) and do what I tell you, even though you're not understanding what I'm telling you to do, just fucking do it, read my mind, (laughs) and do it. I just feel like I don't know what I'm doing and again like I said not just as a mom but as a human and for some reason It feels like I should Isla recently turned one and I think I feel like surely by this point I should be getting used to this new life of having a child and Feel like I should have some sort of I don't know feeling like I'm figuring life out which which for me is just not the case and the day-to-day of feeling like that I guess of feeling lost yeah is is really tough I just I just don't know I don't know where I am I don't know what I'm doing I I'm (laughs) I'm I'm laughing (laughs) but on the inside I'm actually crying I feel I'm an empty shell of a woman (laughs) oh my gosh I'm not really but it's just oh it's just yeah, I, I have no words. I actually have no words. I just, I don't know, guys. Which begs the question, I've been thinking about this recently, begs the question, where the phrase mums know best comes from? Because, does she? <laughs> does she really? Because this mum don't know best. My childminder actually texted me the other day. She said that they were having a day around bees, learning about bees, and there was going to be honey, and could Isla have some of the honey? Because there can be some risks involved in younger ones due to the bacteria, et cetera, etc anyway and in my head I thought uh, (laughs) I don't know (laughs) <laughs> and you're the childminder you do this for a living you tell me because I don't know In the end I googled it and Google said that from the age of one She could have honey, but she literally just turned one So then I'm like surely not on her birthday all of a sudden. It's okay for her to have honey. It's fine Anyway, I said yes, and I thought to myself right <laughs> if she comes back with a rash I'll know I've <laughs> made the wrong call <laughs> But she didn't, I can confirm it was all okay. I think sometimes I google things wanting to find a particular answer, I don't know if anyone else does this, and then if Google gives me the answer I want then great, and then if not I just go with what I was feeling anyway, which I think is probably where the phrase mums know best comes from, it's not that we actually know best because I don't think there there isn't a right or wrong way, right? But I think there is some sort of maternal instinct which will change from mom to mom and from child to child. But if we feel like it's okay for that child of ours, then that is the right answer, if that makes sense although also the amount of times i've been told to trust my gut and i'm literally like my gut is lost <laughs> i have no gut i don't know sometimes i think i'm too in it actually to really have a bit of an objective opinion and i lose all sight of being able to trust my instincts when someone <laughs> when someone tells me oh Michael, you just trust your instinct i'm like I don't know, I don't know, I have no instinct. My instinct is kaput. It, my instinct is lost with my brain, with my emotional stability. <laughs> they've gone for a walk and they've, they just haven't come back and I'm still waiting for them to return. Oh gosh. Um, as I mentioned at the beginning, I'm backtracking here again. This is again me just going off in tangents all the time um, That's very much what you can expect as I mentioned at the beginning my anxiety and doubt levels have just Multiplied and now that Isla is one my early postpartum days just feel like they're so far behind me She's at childminding and I have more time and now I need to figure my shit out, I think is what it really feels like. And that feels really, really fucking scary. It's just, this this big bad world in front of me and I'm not quite sure I'm ready to face it, if that makes sense. I think part of me, although my postpartum depression was an unbelievably difficult stage of my life and I really wouldn't wish it on anyone. Gosh, I'm scared to admit this a little bit. I think there was a little bit of comfort in it as well because, Because I was so unwell, I didn't have this pressure of being and of doing. And I think that's what I struggle with now, feeling like I need to do something with myself, be someone, right? And not just need to, but I want to. Although I do have a little bit of resistance with the word career. I am quite a career-driven person. I do want a good career, a successful career. And obviously that definition of what a successful career is is completely subjective, of course. But I think for me, it's feeling like I'm financially self-sufficient and it feels, I feel vulnerable and I guess a little bit embarrassed to admit that I'm not uh, fully self-sufficient financially at the moment. I'm completely dependent on George and I hate that. And I'm in this sort of limbo of wanting to get back to work, but not really knowing how because because I just, I don't really know who I am anymore, um, and even on the days where I feel like I get a little nugget of feeling like me, the fear creeps in, and it's so debilitating, it's completely paralyzing, and I have this time that I wanted, but I'm I'm actually lost in this time, and not that I want to be with her in that time, because, because I don't, because Fuck me, <laughs> I need my time. But feeling like I'm making something of myself in that time is, is difficult. I'm actually gonna backtrack again a little to, To set the scene, um, when I met George, I was travelling and teaching yoga in different retreat centres around Europe and after a while we found it quite taxing on our relationship so I decided to make the move to Essex where he is from and where we now live so I did. (laughs) Gave up all my hopes and dreams, that's what love will do to you. (laughs) No I'm kidding, only slightly. anyway then we um, we wanted to buy a house so I got a nine-to-five to to be able to apply for a mortgage quicker because when you're self-employed you need a couple years of income on the books blah blah blah. anyway I got my nine-to-five we bought our house I quit that job I got back to teaching and then the pandemic hit and during the later part of the pandemic is when I got pregnant then I went on maternity leave and now here I am with this baby I've been through my postpartum depression. I'm somewhat out the other side. And I guess I feel like my life has been plateauing for a little while. Like I've been coasting and like I've. You know, there's always been an obstacle or perhaps, you know, if we're being completely honest here, maybe I've also allowed those things to be obstacles for myself. And I'm really in a place now where I'm desperate to get back. Obviously, knowing that I can't get that life back because I have this new life, this new chapter with a child, but somehow I need to figure it out, figure me out and how to achieve all these goals and dreams and aspirations that I do have and that I'm passionate about as well as being a mom and with all the challenges that that brings you know it's tough um just to put it out there um I guess it's somewhat irrelevant but I'm just gonna say it let's let's manifest together I would so I'm a yoga teacher and I guess the big dream would be able to hold retreats I guess at first in the UK, but if we're thinking big, you know, Europe, the world, maybe, um, retreats for women to regain physical and emotional strength through yoga and meditation and mindfulness practices. That's my specialty and I have a little specialization, I say little, it's actually huge, um, in pre and postpartum women. So yeah, that would be that would be my goal. Gosh, I don't know why. <laughs> I feel really nervous having just said that out loud. But yeah, it feels it feels tough to to feel like I'm back out in the big bad world and lost, but at the same time motivated, if that makes sense. Anyway, um that feeling, the sort of feeling lost in this world of motherhood has been the catalyst for this podcast because with social media now all we see I feel is highlight after highlight and I just wanted to create a space for women to come to and feel like it's okay to not have their shit together, um, like it's okay for a mum and a lost human to live in tandem in the same body, in the same head if that makes sense. So. Yeah, hopefully, (laughs) manifest with me, guys, please. (laughs) Um, What else was I going to say? I just had another point in my head, but again, I've lost it. Oh, no, I'm back, guys, again, I'm back. Um, What was it? Oh, yeah, (laughs) putting ourselves first was, or something else that I wanted to touch on. As much as we know that it's important to put ourselves first, and it really is, I'm getting so much better at it, you know, putting myself first, not just as a person, but in my work, because I do think that, you know, our work is a part of us. It's not what defines me a hundred percent, just like Isla isn't what defines me a hundred percent. And again, I've done a lot of oh grieving around the guilt of feeling like feeling like It was, I felt so guilty that I didn't feel like she 100% fulfilled me. And to be fair, no, I shouldn't word it like that. To feel like being a mum wasn't what fulfilled me 100%. And I feel like somehow it feels like it should be, you become a mum and that's it, right? Your your sense of purpose is fulfilled and that's not at all what it's been for me. Anyway, as important as it is, sometimes it's just impossible because as a mum, unfortunately, You come second, you have to be second, because there's this new being you need to take care of and love and nurture, and sometimes you just can't tend to your needs because they need you, and sometimes that breaks you, you know, when you already feel broken inside, or maybe you don't even feel broken, but you're just having a tough day, and you have your baby that needs you that's throwing a tantrum or crying or whatever the case may be, and you have to just completely put your shit aside to tend to them, to love them, to nurture them, and then, you know, that's also aside from the energy that you need to give to your partner, or we have a dog, and bless his heart, he's the most wonderful puppy in the world. He's not actually a puppy, he's 13 years old, but he'll forever be my puppy. <laughs> I have so much guilt about him as well. Magnus, his name is, by the way. Yeah, that we don't give him as much love as we used to, obviously, because we have Isla now, anyway. um. Putting yourself first as a mom is incredibly difficult. You have to be um, second, sadly. And I'm actually, I'm gonna finish with a little anecdote. So as I mentioned, Ayla turned one recently and on the day of her birthday, I completely broke down. The night before her birthday and the morning of, I was reliving exactly what I had been doing at that time a year ago, the night before and the day I gave birth. Reliving the moment my contraction started, the moment we went to hospital, the moment I got in the birth pool, the moment I called my mum. I remember calling my mum and being like, Mummy, <laughs> make this stop, I can't do it, you know? The moment I really started to push, the moment she was born, the moment George looked down at me crying because complications arose and then the moment I finally held my baby girl and we both cried I was reliving absolutely everything and no one knew, no one thought about it, no one cared and I understand but that felt tough, I was going through all of these emotions and no one knew it was irrelevant because it was Isla's birthday and at the risk of sounding really self-centered That realization hit me really hard. I was so emotional and George, bless him, just didn't get it. He was like, oh, but what's wrong? It's Isla's birthday, which only fueled my guilt of feeling like this on what should be the most amazing day, right? In the end, I took myself away and had a huge cry, sobbing, sobbing, sobbing. I felt so angry and forgotten and irrelevant. And I actually texted a friend of mine who has a little one just a year older than Isla. And she validated everything I was feeling And then she gave me the tough love I needed to hear. She said, pick yourself up because no one is going to pick you up for you. Yes, feel how you feel. It's all valid, she told me, but fake a smile at first if you need to, but pick yourself up now and go back down because I'm sorry, but it's not about you. It's about Isla. Go back to your family and have a good day because otherwise you will beat yourself up for having tainted the day if you carry on like this. Pick yourself up and go and off I went and in the end of course we had the most magical day but I think that moment will genuinely stay with me forever. As mums yes of course we still need to nurture ourselves and do things for us but we do come second and that's a tough pill to swallow and figuring out who we are when we don't always have the time to put ourselves first that's that's really tough it's so hard how how actually you know how how I don't know. I'm I'm figuring it out and maybe you'll join me in it figuring it out together. Right. Wow. <laughs> I think that's enough unpacking for one day, gosh. I didn't mean for it all to feel like a, a therapy session. <laughs> Thank you for joining me, guys. Um I will see you next week when my sister actually joins us for a chat and she shares some stories of being a single mom and also loads of lessons that she's learned along the way. I hope you will join us. I'm sending you lots and lots of love. Bye.